Welcome to the pre-match of footballing podcast of the TRE is every weekend of the footballing season. We will bring you previews of every game going on in England and Wales this weekend. But before we get to that, we're going to discuss all the week's news. We're going to look at the Champions League and a few other things and maybe look a bit back to last weekend when it was a bit of a derby fest in the Premier League. I am Graham Bailey. You can catch me at Graham Bailey on Twitter. You can catch him at Craig underscore Honeyman. Craig, how are you doing, my friend? Do you know what? I couldn't be better today. I had uh, a midweek spa break at CM Hall, uh, which was absolutely magnificent. Excellent, fellas. Normal people would take our kids to school every day. It was uh, not a bad week, really. It's Friday. Friday. We look, I like recording on a Friday, Craig, because it's a bit more relaxed. You drop the kids off. It's a weekend when you pick them up, isn't it? It's a bit more um, chilled out on a Friday, isn't it? Yeah, um, it also allows us to discuss all the action um from midweek which was a, a lot of but quick look back to last weekend craig um i was at the manchester derby um after we saw each other on sunday morning with our kids both us coaching the kids on a sunday morning then off to work i was whilst you were um drinking in the afternoon no doubt um did, did you watch the manchester derby craig oh listen i think i think i've told you graham my my little boy he he's he's really fallen in love with football these past few months um and one of the players that he's fallen in love with is is Haaland, um, <clears throat> and Haaland at Dortmund. So he'd asked um, back in the last season if we could go to Dortmund to watch Haaland. And I said, I don't think he'll be there, um, son. I think he'll, I think he'll be in England. Obviously, he's signed for City. Um, he he loves Haaland. So he he and I watched the game. Um, I thought City were different level in the first half game. They they were they were on a different planet. Um, Foden and Haaland, uh, unplayable. Un, un Bernardo Silva, um, Kevin De Bruyne. I, 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 although I've got to say it was one of the most abject um, Manchester United derby performances I can remember. I, I, I thought they were so far off it, it was unbelievable. And I think the scoreline flattered Manchester United, Graham. The three goals that they got and only the six that, that City got. It was, um, we saw, in, in my opinion, at this moment in time, Manchester City are the best footballing team on the planet. And we saw that. We witnessed the best footballing team on the planet against an average top six Premier League team. Yeah, obviously, I was there, I was there seven months ago for the previous derby, which Ralph Ragnick took place in, which was a, a massively one-sided affair. I didn't think I would see... Um, United team had gone backwards, but but I did. Um, yeah, that first half was not good, and I think yeah, City are playing great. They they are one of the form teams in the world at the moment. Um, you know them, Real Madrid, etc. I think United are getting off the hook a bit easy, Craig. I think yeah. you know we've seen we've seen Aston Villa draw with City this season. City do have a not an Achilles heel, but there's a bit of a little. A little window at the back where you can get at them. They started with Manuel Akanji and Nathan Aki. Don't get me wrong, they both played well, especially at Nathan Aki. It looks very sound on the left. Yeah, the it does. And Manuel Akanji, who he was a bit suspect in parts, Greg. And they had they had Gun Gundogan playing holding midfielder, which Pep said afterwards, it's not ideal. It's not where he wants to play him, but he did. Oh. But but if it was a little window there, Craig United didn't even look to look to find it, you know. Are, are we saying that are we saying that Rodri's now possibly the best holding midfield player in the world? I am. Um I'd rather have I'd rather have someone like a Kimmich in there personally. But hey, I th- I think it works. Is that, is that, I, think, I, like what, I guess the point I'm trying to make is we you're missing 
a, a proper number six and, and Gundogan's gone in there with more of an eight, isn't he? More of a creative player. Yes, he can pass and, and, and he's, he's exceptional, to be fair. But he didn't want to play in there. And, and like you say, United didn't didn't really test him, did, did they? No, but I think, I, uh, yeah, and I said, yeah, the team selection was was poor for United. You know, I think there was some players Graham, who... Graham, sorry to interrupt you there. I, I, I totally agree with you. And the, and the point that I wanted to make on that, and I'm sorry I should have answered it previous, was, was Casemiro. How are you not playing Casemiro on there? How are you not putting him in and saying, right, go, go, and, go and play next to Kevin De Bruyne and stop him? Go and nullify him? Well, I, just, he, I just didn't he, get that he was, he was asked about that afterwards in the presser. And, and to be fair to Darren Ten Hag in the presser afterwards, he did he did he did stand up, he took it. Um he didn't he didn't he was the opposite of Ragnick from last season where he wasn't looking for he wasn't looking for excuses, Craig. He did admit it wasn't good enough, etc. So I did like what I, I heard. Yeah, what I heard from in Ten Hag, I did like it. But going back to the team selection, Craig, and I, I, for me, Craig, um, I think the one of the biggest issues at Manchester United, and it, and it's not Ronaldo for me, you know, you, you know, if he doesn't go in January, go in the summer. But one of the big issues for me at the moment is is Bruno Fernandez, Craig. Yeah, totally I do. I do not see in this in, under Eric Ten Hag and. And I don't see where he plays, Craig. And I must, have, and I wrote this in a piece I did afterwards, Craig. I've never seen such an abject performance from a United skipper in a Manchester derby in my lifetime. I, 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 I don't, and actually, I asked a few United colleagues this and a few fans. Tell me, what does he do well? Uh, he's a, we know he's a good player. I'm not saying he's not a good player. He is. But if you're captain of Manchester United, I don't. He was on that pitch. I tell you what, it annoyed me. It annoyed me. Honestly, if I was a United fan, I'd be furious with it, Craig. The one time he broke, there was three times he broke into a sprint all afternoon, Craig, and that was to run to Michael Oliver to complain about something. Yeah, and 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 you know, and, and the whole defeat isn't that of Bruno, of course it isn't. I just think in that system, Craig, I, I, I you know, Ericsson, Fernandez, McTominay. I thought he was the worst of the three by some distance. At least McTominay and Ericsson were putting it in. Yeah, yeah, McTominay. Kevin De Bruyne's shadow has never been marked as well all season long, Craig. As McTominay on that, yeah. but at least they were trying. But Fernandez, he was he was ahead of the of the, the two wide players most of the game, as if he was playing. I, I, he looks I, lost, Graham. Graham and, he, and do you know what he, he was? And, and he was he was in the last friendly as well, Craig. No, last friend, last derby game they played as well. And I just don't understand what he's contributing to this team. Is if he's not scoring goals, but do you pick Bruno Fernandez just to score goals? Well, no, he's not your centre forward. He's got to be doing other things. So yeah, but back to back to City, Craig. Yeah, it was a wonderful display. De Bruyne. Oh, it, it, I, it's a marvel to watch him play in real life. Craig. Some of them little nuances, and I love the press level at City, where you're you're not quite you're not quite pitch level. You're a little bit raised, but honestly, I end I end up just watching De Bruyne for the whole game, Craig. He's so masterful in the way he operates. But I was delighted to see Phil Ford and Craig mainly backing up what me and you think about him, you know, and 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 doing what he can do. And and you know, there's a lot of speculation about Belling going there, etc., which I can see. Yep. There was the speculation about Saka, which was interesting this week, Craig. You know, Arsenal trying to tie him to the new deal. And a lot of City fans, oh, where does Saka play? But I was thinking, and do you know what? The day after, did you read the quotes from Kevin De Bruyne the day after Craig no. of the game? No. He said that he Phil Foden will play centrally. It's his natural position. That's yeah. where he's best. And can you imagine maybe a scenario? And I don't think it's outland, outlandish, Craig. Bernardo Silva goes off to Barcelona, which is where he wants to go. We know that yep. he wants to go next next summer. And then Phil Foden goes in there, 
and you put Saka on the right. Yeah, that'd be you could you imagine? But yeah, something to tease the City fans. Yeah, but I totally agree with you said about United. But yeah, that, I, I just think that Bruno, it does worry me for United going forward. I, I, I do wonder if Ten Hag's thinking, what, does, what do you do with Bruno? I, I think he could play a bit deeper, but he's got to show that, that work rate and the inclination to put attack. He worries me a bit, Craig, if I was United, having my, our, my captain like that. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he was really poor. Um, but also, you know, I Anthony, his goal aside, was poor. Um, Sancho did very little uh, to to show. Mm. It, it was a really poor performance from mm. from from some really top, um, maybe expensive players for for Manchester United. Um, and, and look, the gulf between City and United, I don't think, has ever been bigger. You've been reading my piece again, haven't you, Craig? Yes, I did say that. Where I, I wrote that, I wrote that, in, I wrote that in my last piece seven months ago. But I did not think, I genuinely didn't think, even going into the game, Craig, I'll be writing the same thing. Or I'll be saying that the gap has got even bigger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, spectacular stuff from City, as we know, Craig, and, and the Davies. Um, obviously, touch on Arsenal, Tottenham quickly. Um, interesting game, that one, Craig. And again, a player who's getting off, I think, a bit scot free. I think Hugo Lloris is a massive issue for Tottenham, Craig. I've, I haven't been impressed with him for the last 18 months. And I know Tottenham didn't deserve anything from that game, particularly Craig. But a one-all, if he doesn't throw that ball in, Tottenham are right in that game. I think Lloris has been a, a a magnificent player for Tottenham. Um, but over the over the past, well, probably last season and this season, he doesn't seem to be of the level that he was previously. Um, and he's been at Tottenham a long time, Graham, hasn't he? Mm. You know, um, it's not something got him great because I, I, no, I, I, I don't, no. I don't think he presumed he might be there at this point. No, listen, he's, he was he 35, 36? Yeah, he's 35. Yeah, he, yeah he, he, he's not, he's not hitting those heights, those levels that he was previously. He's been a magnificent um, player for, for Tottenham, in my opinion. I think he's been great. I think he improved them. I think he's been fantastic season upon season. I just think. This season in particular, Green, the start of this season, um, he, he's looked vulnerable. And mm. and the worrying thing is, he's playing in an ultra-defensive system. So he's, he's not being peppered with shots, Graham. He's mm. not he's not facing chance after chance after chance because Tottenham play with that low block. They're, they're very defensive-minded um, and they do protect the goalie. Look, I think the North London derby, Arsenal 100% deserve to win. Mm. Um, they, they but do you know what I mean? That one all though, and that doesn't go. Yeah, in. listen, the, the, the game. It was that weak. That first save he make. It was such a weak, a weak palm into the path of here. It was, it was mind boggling for me. Yeah, look, they, they haven't they haven't conceded lots mm. of goals so far this season, have they? But you know, he, he has he has looked when they have conceded. He has looked personally suspect. Um, I I don't know. I listen. Tot- Tottenham, look, they, they come out of that game really losing three one and. First defeat of the season um, in the league. Obviously, they lost in the Champions League, didn't they? Away at Sport and in that debacle. Um, then took a good draw, I think, against Eintracht Frankfurt, Graham, uh, af- afterwards. Well, yeah, I take, it, I take your point on board. If, if, he, doesn't, if he doesn't throw that one in, um, then, of course, it, it, it's potentially a different game, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk. Let's talk Champions League. Let's talk Tottenham. Um, I don't think the Tottenham fans agree with that being a good point, Greg. I, I, I'm, I'm a bit in the middle. I think mm, um, maybe considering how it's gone, but yeah, let's yeah. look at the Champions League as we stand, Craig. So, um, 
quickly go thought, run through each group. Uh, group A, Napoli undefeated, going well. Liverpool on six points. Uh, the Napoli, Napoli had result of the day, Graham, against Ajax, 6-1 six, six, away. Yeah, they're doing well, they're doing well. Um, I thought Liverpool were um, okay, nothing more than that against the Rangers. I thought Rangers did okay, actually, to be fair to them. Yeah. Um, and Liverpool at Ibrox. I tell you what, of all the games to go to, I think Liverpool at Ibrox that set for the return game, Craig. Yeah. I think it'll be really interesting, and that'll be a great night at Ibrox. I think. Um, so Group A is going the way of Napoli at the moment. We saw fair play to them; they're playing wonderfully well. Raspadori, Kevis Valley, um, sensational player from Georgia, and I say Raspadori, one of my favourite players, Craig, um, the Italian national. Um, some and Ossimine up front, um, built a very good team. Them actually, um. Onto Group B, and we were discussing this off air, Craig. This is the perform half halfway point of the Champions League group stage. The performance of it in Europe so far this year is Club Bruges. <laughs> yeah. On and who 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 went into this is I I I didn't know the odds on this, Craig, but I oh, imagine well they outside were, they were oh, they, 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 they were the rank they were the rank outsiders to, to 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 drop out altogether. Eh? So huge, yeah, huge odds because they're in a the Group B with Bayer Leverkusen, who started the season, who started the season by the way as one of the favourites for the Bundesliga. Sioni has since been sacked and replaced yeah. by Zabi Alonso. Good luck to Zabi. Yeah. He's inheriting a very good team there, Craig, with Putzner Doy, Holozek, Diaby, Patrick Schick, a wonderful squad he's got there. So good luck to him. Graham, just just a point on that, mate. Why why you speaking at? I I got told midweek that he's getting recalled by Chelsea in January. All all they've already activated his recall clause. There is a recall with him, Craig. Um, slightly different. Some yeah, because there was no permanent option there. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, because I do believe in January, from what I'm told, we will see some departures from Chelsea. So I imagine right. Hak- I imagine Hikam, Hikam Ziyech yeah. will be leaving in January. Pulisic, we know, is he's trying his look at the moment and he's in, he's involved, but you could easily see him going on long country Craig as well if he's not happy. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me that Hudson Adoy would because obviously Hudson Adoy, you know, Potter likes to play these men out wide and and even as attacking wing back. So I can see him fitting into that system. Um so we'll keep an eye on that one, Craig. Yeah. Uh Porto and Atletico Madrid, the other teams in this group, Craig. Oh, yeah, but Bruges back to them, Craig. Obviously they've won three out of three. Yeah. And haven't con they haven't conceded the goal Fantastic. against Leverkusen, Porto and Madrid. So hats off. Arnold Schroeder, I think, is the one in charge there, isn't he? Or did he move on? Sorry. I do apologize because he went me moved on to um on to someone else in Holland. The manager at the moment is um who is it? I'm just looking so quick. Um it is Carl Carl Hopkins. Do you remember him, Craig? Didn't he play for Yeah, do you remember him? Played in England, played for Yeah, to go on Tessia, who did he play for in England? Played a lot of games. Did he play for Stoke or Leicester? Did he play for Stoke? Yeah, he played for Stoke and West and West Brom. Ah, okay, okay. Carl okay. Hopkins, yeah. So, congratulations to Carl. Wonderful debut season at the moment. Um, I don't think that they're not top of the Belgium League, but in Europe they are doing their thing. So we'll keep an eye on them. Well done to them. Uh, group C, um, group of death, really in many ways. Bayern Munich, he's have, wow, they haven't conceded the goal yet, Craig. Nine and zero. Hats off to them, and they're yeah. doing, and it's it's all a bit all the more impressive, Craig, isn't it? They're doing without um a centre forward, really. You know, they've got the likes of Muller, Misala. 
Um, they are looking for a number nine at the minute for next summer. Yeah. And I think I think they are trying they're trying to get through to next summer when wow, they're gonna have the number nine. There's gonna be a lot of players, including like Harry Kane, Harry who, Kane. who yeah. will be looking to um to fill that spot for Bayern. I'd love to see Harry Kane at Bayern. Me I think too. Tottenham, but Me I think he'd, he'd fit I think he'd fit there like a glove. I think he'd love the mentality of the German way of life. I think he'd fit in there wonderfully well. Uh Inter Milan second in that group ahead of Barcelona, who are not happy camp at the moment, Craig, on oh. three points. They've got a lot of work to do with their Barca. Um, group D, the aforementioned Tottenham. Um, Virgil with Frankfurt. I don't think it's a disaster for Tottenham. As you say, Craig, they lost the spot in last minute, which they probably didn't deserve. And, and they drew with Frankfurt. And Marseille aren't pulling up too many trees. So Tottenham, that group is still well within Tottenham's grasp. And I think they will win it, Craig, to be honest. But Sporting, who um, are not playing very well. Again, another team, they're not playing very well domestically, Craig, but they are doing well in Europe with two wins to their name. Yeah. Um, Salzburg, Chelsea's group, yeah, tough little group. This one, Dino Mozart group, Chelsea, they played very well. Did you see that game, Craig? They played very well in midweek against Milan, 3 0 win. Listen, Graham, I, I, Graham, Graham Potter's first Champions League game, yeah. And without doubt, Graham, the best player on the pitch, without doubt, was Reese James. I don't know if you yes. watched it, he, he, yeah, he put I saw, in, I saw, I saw a bit, yeah. I saw he bit. put in the in that position, he put in the perfect performance. He got a goal and assist and was defensively brilliant. So <laughs> what, what more I think, do you that's want? quite quite an easy thing for Graham Potter. I, I think Reese James is probably happy that Graham Potter took charge because he knows he's not going to come in and change anything. He's just let him get on with it, isn't he? And yeah, he is. He, he, the last thing he would have wanted was to be in a four four two or something like that, you know, which is unlikely. Or he, even even like the four three, but he get, he, he stays at wing back, which pleases him anyway. So yeah, Chelsea a point behind Salzburg at the moment in Group Group E, but yeah, I think they were going to win that one. Group F, Real Madrid, Craig. Um, on to nine points. Celtic cut adrift at the bottom where yeah. I think Celtic would be a bit disappointed by this kid because in a group with Shakhtar and Red Bull Leipzig, yeah. who, who, you know, that's a team of Rangers knocked out in the semi-final last year. I think we're after one point after three games, Celtic, a bit disappointed, but I still think there's a bit of hope there for Celtic. I don't think they should give up just yet. I think it's a chance for them. Um, the aforementioned City, obviously dominating their group, Craig, got yeah. nine points. No surprise. Dortmund is nope. second and Seville. Seville in third, who sacked their manager, Julian Lepetiju, this week, Craig, which <laughs> seems a little harsh. He's, he took over. He won the Europa League in his first season, then there's qualified for Champions League every season since. Obviously, it's been a bad start. I think they're about 17th in La Liga. Yeah. Uh, and we will talk more about him, Craig, when we come to Wolves, because he's now favourite for that job. Yeah. Uh, and Group H, Craig, uh, Paris Saint-Germain top of the group on seven. Benfica doing well. Juventus, another one of the Giants here, was struggling a little bit. And obviously, as we know, Craig, Allegri under a lot of pressure here. And if he doesn't get out of that group, I don't think... Um, I think well, the pressure is already on him anyway, so it's going to be a lot of pressure on him Great. in there. It's, it's, it's no surprise when we look at these groups and we look at the likes of Juventus struggling, right? And and the, the, the Milans struggling as well and Barcelona struggling. And these are the teams that want the European Super League because they don't want to have to qualify. They, yeah, want, yeah. Exactly. they, they, exactly. they want to ensure that they're at the top table forever. And look, I, I, I do hope that PSG and Benfica uh, go through and Juventus don't. I, I'd like Barcelona to. I want to see other teams playing. Uh, that, that's from my perspective. Um, and it's, it's quite, it's quite uh, sweet when you see these teams that, you know, have... Um, I've gone all in on the on the Europa Super sorry European Super League that are, that are struggling. That's makes it quite quite appealing, I think, to to see them struggle. Yeah, it's one of those Craig where you know it's the 
like said Perez, who was saying they wanted to be a bit fairer and stuff like that. It's, it's just, it, it is lies, basically. It's all about the money. That's why. Of course you know, it is. Of course it, it, it is. Why, why would Real Madrid, who won the who won the time last year, who are in a position now to be signing? Like, it's purely to get more money. And um, yeah. That's what annoys me, Mark. Where they, just, just say it's about the money. Don't don't claim yeah. it's about sports. You're, you're, you're right, mate. You're right, mate. Just, just, just on, on Madrid, though, mate. Can I, can I ask you, do, do you think that Vinicius is is now turning into a world star. Do you think he's at that level? I do, I do, John. Why? I think after the Champions League final and the shirt that um, my son then got for his birthday, um, he loves Real Madrid. He loves a lot of the world football. I won't buy him another another team in England other than Middlesbrough. So he has to go abroad for his shirts. <laughs> um, he got Mbappe every year before, and this year he wanted Vinny Junior. That's class. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's a big thing, isn't it? Because I think, you know, these kids on FIFA now, I think he's one of the go to players. And, um, you know, it's right. I think he will be. Yeah, Craig. I think, I think he is now, um, a huge world star. And, I think that appeals. And, and I think his progress, Craig, will help them. I think Vinny Jr., Vinicius, will help, help them sign other players, such as Mbappe and Bellingham's of this world. Um, it does help, doesn't it? Of course it does. If you, it's like Haaland at City now. Um, you want to go and play with Haaland. You want to go and play with Vinicius, uh, and and these players do do help. Yeah, yeah I, I, th- I think I think the three the three that we're looking at now as as the next world stars are, are Vinicius, um, Haaland, and Mbappe. I think those are the yeah. those are the three. I think Madrid uh, obviously hope that um, one Endrick, the sixteen-year-old wonder kid, the best sixteen-year-old we've seen in Brazil for a long time, might become that. He made his debut um, last night, Craig. So keep an eye on Endrick, sixteen-year-old um, plays for Palmeiras. Um, you could be seeing a lot of him very soon. Actually, he's a, he's a he's a world superstar in the way, and he's the next big thing, Craig. Anyway, so yeah, we'll you, you mentioned, you mentioned off air, Graham. I've, I've not I've not seen him. Um, obviously, you mentioned off air. I've, I've I've downloaded his his video from the game. He played twenty three minutes. Yeah, the, 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 the fans have been chanting for him, Craig. This is a sixteen wow. year old, sixteen and two months he is, and the Palmeiras fans have been chanting for him for the last two months because when we think of world size, but apparently this guy, Craig, is the nearest thing they've had to a Wayne Rooney at sixteen. Right, you know, so he's obviously getting the likings to Pele, which they all do. But actually, the hype around this guy apparently is genuine. But hey, it's to say that. Yeah, and, and, the, and the other thing, obviously, he's he's made his debut, and and they're top of the league. You know, they they they're, they're yeah. top of Serie A. So he's not making his debut in a in a throwaway game where you know they've got nothing no. to play for. And Real Madrid were present and all that. I think Real Madrid believe they already have him, Craig, to be honest, from what we're hearing behind the scenes. But he can't he can't move to Madrid or wherever Manchester may be until he's 18 because of FIFA rules. Um, which hey, um we'll discuss another time when he maybe when that agreement is in place, where wherever he might end up. But good luck to him. Um, we'll see how he gets on. In terms of Europa League, Craig, we've got Arsenal on six points in group A. They missed a the game, didn't they, because of the the Queen's funeral. I think that game yeah. with PSV was postponed at the time um, in terms of the other British teams other big names Betis doing well Roma um, not quite hitting there to stride in Group C in Group D nice to see Union from Belgium on nine points Greg yeah. after their game so well done to them the Belgium second place um, my night wait, wait, wait. as we like to call them, Brighton B yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, well, both teams are doing very well, aren't they? At the minute, it's only Tony, remind yeah. me of his name, Tony Bloom. Tony Bloom very, yeah, he'll be blooming this morning, won't you, Craig? Yeah, after his will. Belgium team did that. Um, United in Group A got off the hook last night, Craig. Very poor performance last night. 
And Nick has said, I've not seen, I'm not, I've, all I saw was the result, Graham. Neil Lennon's Nick has said, drove them mighty hard, and they were very wow. lucky, very, very lucky to get it. It was Marsh, Rashford and Martial, actually, who were behind that win. Um, we've got final group F, group is all uh, one way traffic, so yeah. Uh, and the other team, that's it for what we're down. We haven't got many British teams in the Europa League. On to the uh, Conference League. Yeah, you have a Conference League. Hearts, um, Hearts, well done, Sam. On three points, just a point by Fiorentina in Group A. Really um, li- rubbing shoulders with some of the Istanbul Beskashia, who are a big team. In fact, Fiorentina, well done, Hearts, for that. Uh, West Ham on nine points in Group B, as they should be. Andelect, Silkborg and Stower. Uh, no great shakes there at the moment, Craig. So, yeah, um, I think West Ham are... Although doing well in Europe, that is causing them a few issues, isn't it, in the league in their league form? Great, do you know, do I, 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 I don't know if, any, if there's any research being completed on this. Everyone uses it as an excuse, right? Mm. We well, only playing a day after someone's playing in the Champions League. So if it's yeah. playing the Champions League on a Wednesday and you're playing on Thursday, and then you're not playing till the Sunday, you'd be you'd be playing a Sunday game if you're on the TV anyway. I don't. I, I don't see what the correlation. You're playing. You're playing a lot of Sunday. Like, look at Leeds. I don't. Leeds are. Bam, Leeds are playing. God knows how many Sunday games. I know. They're, they're, and they're not in Europe this year, Craig. I know. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I just. I think it's a bit of an excuse, Graham. I, I think. I think it's a mentality thing, Craig. Sometimes. It is. I think. I think, I think if, if, if 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 your manager tells you you're tired, you'd start to believe it. Yeah, and I think if they come out and talk in press conferences and and start to use it as an excuse, then players will jump on that psychologically and. You know, it, it it becomes culturally acceptable. Yeah, totally, Craig. And um, that's it for our British teams there. Our Shamrock Rovers are in Group F, but yeah, um, yeah. So that's a clear one there. Our British teams doing well in Champions League. West Ham doing well. Europe and Arsenal as well. So yeah, our, our, all the British teams doing pr- pretty well, apart from the two in the Champions League. But hey, I think that them teams just quality win. Everyone's having a good range and so like having two Scottish teams just in the group stages. That's great for Scottish football. That's where. You know, they're not going to win it anyway, Craig. But having two teams in there, mixing it with them, that's what you want. Yeah, I totally agree, Grim. Totally agree. Um, on to Saturday. Let's get on to the previews, Craig. Here we go. Saturday, the 8th of October. We have four games at 3 o'clock. Some big teams actually playing at 3 o'clock. You don't see uh, Chelsea and Man City both playing at 3 o'clock on a Saturday too often. Um, but they are this time. But first of all, we are on to AFC Bournemouth versus Leicester. And... Um, Bobber's new prospective owner, Craig, uh, Bill Foley. Yeah, he's going to be there, Bill isn't he? At the he's, game. Yeah, he's 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 in the, he's in the, he's in the country now, Craig. Um, it's all agreed. Um, I'm told behind the scenes, just has to be signed off. Should be done by the end of the end of the month. Um, he obviously owns the Vegas Golden Knights NHL team. Craig, he's coming into this. Um, they haven't appointed a new manager yet. They're going to let him do. It. He's going to be involved in that. So Gary O'Neill still in charge. Um, and they're taking on a Leicester team who uh, beat Forest comfortably on Monday and 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 played really really well. Craig, that that midfield of Leicester's is it, it's a special midfield. Yeah, Joe, I really enjoyed about the performance of. Uh, listen, you know I'm a big Harvey Barnes fan anyway, so I I, I love watching him. But watching watching Madison play in a wide role, Graham. Yeah. yeah. How how hard he worked out of possession. And it's something it's something he's not noted for. I thought he was outstanding on the night, James Madison. Um, good to see him hitting hitting that that form. Great for Brendan. I mean, you know, I'm a I'm a big I'm a big Brendan Rodgers advocate. I think he's a great human being. I think he's a, a fantastic manager. Um, I thought Nottingham Forest were woeful, but Leicester were 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 outrageously good. 
Yeah, um, interesting. So Leicester, obviously, many people think Brendan was saving his job there, but I think you know the Leicester owner is a loyal, he's a loyal man. Um, he will make hard decisions if he has to, but I think they know they've got a good manager. I think it's more of a frustration at Leicester Craig, isn't it? Yeah. You watch that performance. Um, you've got a Jewsby Hall, Harvey Barnes, Madison, Telemans. That's that's you know that's a great four in there. It it can it can match up to. It can match up to an Arsenal. It's a top four midfield almost. It's a wonderfully talented, and three of them are English. It's yeah. brilliant to see. Yeah. Um, I just think you know, I think they're in a situation, a quandary with um, with Vardy sometimes, where yeah. you know, it's if he's not informed, do we pick him? Pats and Daka, and that's led to Daka stagnating a little bit. Craig, let's yeah. not forget, he was one of the most wanted forwards around Europe at the time when Leicester signed him. Um, defensively, the fullbacks are good. They've got loads of great fullbacks. There's not that much wrong with that Leicester team, no. Mr. Craig. Really, no. it's it's a strange situation. Is it good enough to beat Bournemouth on Saturday, though, Craig? Yes. Bournemouth, who are you know under Gary O'Neill, doing really well. Uh, one win, three draws. They're, they're proving hard to beat, which I didn't. I thought that'd be Bournemouth's Achilles heel, Craig. But he's kept two. He's, he's in three of the games, he's kept a clean sheet. Only one goal conceded at Newcastle. Yep. They got a huge win at Forest, which was that was a nine pointer. That that win wasn't it? If they still yep. put in the season, that was a nine pointer. Um, you think? Well, I I think Craig. I've got a look at the form table here, and on form, I think it's got a draw written all over it. I have a sneaking suspicion Leicester might be on a high, and Madison will help them to win. But I'm going to go with form and say. Um, no, I'm not. I'm going Leicester two one. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm going Leicester two one. And and a shout out to you, Grim, a player that you highlighted to me a few years back when he had a loan spell at Blackpool was um, Keenan Dewsbury Hall. And I know that you've liked him ever since then. And um, I, I know you you raved about him when he was on on loan at Luton. I thought last Jenny's breakthrough season, he he was he was very good. It's still uh, not being talked about. Though. It's, it's it's getting. He's one of my favorite players, Craig. At the minute, and it's annoying. Where I know Madison's playing well, he is, and he deserves all the credit. But Jewish Behar's getting no love for me. No, I don't think he gets the respect that he deserves. I, yeah. I I really don't. He's listen. I think when when the chips have been down, I think he's been excellent for. For Leicester, um, and uh, and that... the reason why Craig, you think like, but don't get me wrong, they're not, they don't want to lose Taylor Wins and they won't be happy to, but they're not overly worried because they know about the quality they've got behind him. Yeah, listen, I, I think you know, they've got just just play like Indeedy Graham. You know, they've got so many good midfield players. Juice, it, they they lose, they'll lose someone of the quality of Taylor Wins. And honestly, Craig, I don't. If they keep, if if they keep Madison and if they keep Barnes and Juice Hall, I don't think they'll miss him. Yeah, it's yeah, not the end yeah. of the world. But back yeah, to the yeah. game. Yeah, I agree with you. Two two one Leicester. I think they'll be on a high and they'll get a result. Interesting game here. Chelsea taking on Wolves, Greg. Chelsea uh, off the back of that midweek win over Milan. They're gonna be on a high. But just they have lost Wesley for final through injury, who it's shame for him. He was starting to look the power. Yeah, he was. But, but yeah. I think that just tells us, Craig, that Potter likes him. He'll get some... Potter does well with centre-halves, as we've seen with Ben White, Lewis Dunk. He knows a good centre-half when he sees one. So I think Fafana is in safe hands under Graham Potter. Yeah. Uh, and we know what a brilliant player he is anyway, Craig. We, as we know, we mutually yeah. love that player. Against the Wolves team, still without a manager, Craig. We did touch on it earlier. Le Petitou, um George Mendes is, 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 is his man. He's put him in for this role. I think it'd be some sort of a coup for him to come in. Um, it, it's a big ask for him to come in just days after he's left Seville, but it's a huge appointment if they can get it. 
Um, we know some like Eusebio De Francesco, the Roma coach. So there's some big names actually wanting yeah. this job, Craig. But then again, why not? You look at this squad. But and and I, I must admit, I, I feel a bit sorry for Bruno Lager, Craig, because we we pointed out, especially you actually more than me, you pointed out what a great job at times he was doing last season, and he really was. Yeah. And and the squad that whoever comes in will be left with is a very talented one, Craig, but it's very thin. Last weekend, they didn't have... They had one centre-half fit. Ruben Neves had to play centre-half. Yeah. And Daniel Pedence had to play up front. That sums up where this Wolves squad is. I think the manager's been let down a bit. Yeah, there's been a clear lack of investment at Wolves in terms of the, the, the squad numbers. I, I think It's a I depth, know, isn't it, Craig? The depth. It is the depth. There's no, there's no depth there. There's no depth there. Graham, you've got to recall last season, right? Um, and we said this on the pod on numerous occasions. Um that the manager was suggesting that there weren't enough players in the squad, right? And that outside of his 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 starting eleven, he had four or five players, and that 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 was it. And then mm-hmm. then then the rest are youth players. Um, look, I don't think the change of formations work from from the five at the back to the to the three at the back to the four at the back. Um, you know, they did play three centers now playing two. Connor Cody going out. Um, look, is. He's gone out and done really well whilst they're lacking squad numbers. So that again, no, letting let it's 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 the we talk about numbers, Craig, and it must be to do with finances where they've let Cody out and they let Gibbs White go. Why 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 would you let these players go go to rivals? It, it's mystifying, really. Yeah, listen, they've only scored three goals all season, and that's yeah, that's you why, pointed I, out. I, yeah. That, yeah, that's why he's look. They're not conceding, but they're not scoring. But I, I think they're going to concede a shed load at the weekend. I think Chelsea are going to beat them comfortably three 0 and well done Conor Gallagher last weekend, Craig. Sensational strike to win that game at Crystal Palace. It was written um, in the stars he was going to score against Palace as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's won it as well. There's, there's so many midfielders. As we said before, Craig, Gareth Southgate has a luxury here. And people like Gallagher and Madison knocking on the door. I don't think he's going to go to Qatar now, but hey, good luck to the pair of them. I hope they keep up that form. In terms of this game, Craig, um, I don't think the Wolves will appoint someone before the game. I'd be surprised. Um, I think they'll let the coaching staff take this one, unfortunately for them. But yeah, they just don't have the bodies there, Craig. Is Collins back this even if Nathan Collins is back? I think you know, he he I like that as a standing, Craig, Nathan Collins, but he's not really got anyone to learn off there as well. Yeah. They've let the experienced players go. Um two nil Chelsea. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with the Chelsea win here, Craig. Um on to Man City, Southampton. Now, Ralph Hassenhuttle, Craig, is still in his job at the minute. There's a a lot of very well-respected journals um, stating this will be his last game. Southampton said to me that he had nothing has been decided yet. I from my understanding, Craig, the the, the hierarchy is a bit split. I think Rasmus anchoring and part of the new ownership group there. Um, I think the owners want him out, but the CEO wants to keep him, which is never a great position for anyone to be in, Craig. The writing's on the wall, I believe, uh, but. And yeah, this is the last game he wants. You've got to feel for him because he's done an excellent job, Graham. He has I, yeah, done an yeah. excellent job with the resources available to him. And the thing is, it was similar. We'll get on to Middlesbrough at some point, Craig, when we talk championship. And I said, well, I tweeted out about Chris Wilder. I said, who on earth do Middlesbrough think is going to get be better than him? And I'd say the same about the Southampton. You get rid of Ralph Hassenhuttle, one of the most respected coaches in Europe at times. Who are you going to get better than him? Um, and I don't think they will, Craig. But anyway, on to the game. Um, I hope for Ralph's sake to keep it down, Craig. 4 0 City. I agree. We can't, we can't talk City without talking about Haaland, can we? Um, 
I know there's I know he's he's part of the team. My my daughter, who is not into football at all, showed me something really quite funny at the at the weekend grip. It was on TikTok and it was uh, an Irish um content producer and he, he made a football uh, sketch. It was brilliant. And he was imitating different players. So he's imitating being Phil Ford and he was imitating being Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, he was imitating being João Cancelo and he was just going, ah, oh, just put it in the box. Haaland will get it. Just put it in the box. Haaland will get it. And he was doing these little clips and it was just showing you Haaland getting goal after goal for City. It was quite, it was quite funny. Unfortunately for Southampton, it will be a case of just put it in the box and Haaland will get it. Um, look, his, his run of hat tricks in the league is unbelievable, really, isn't it? When Well, it's we're talking Dixie Dean, um, George Campbell territory, the two top scorers in one season in English football, Craig. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking, apparently, uh, so the stat, if he carries on doing this, is what, 70 to 90 goals if he carries on. Oh, and, and obviously, I think he's a very, he's going to be a very high player to rest. He doesn't want to rest. I know yeah. Pep after the game, after Pep after the game said, um, that you know, he, he refused to say he was the best striker he's ever worked in. Instead, he was talking about the basics where he wasn't happy with any of the team because he thought the basics weren't good enough against United. Amazingly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, and he wasn't wow. joking either. Yeah, he really didn't think the basics were good enough. So, um, yeah, do you, um, I, I forgot about, I forgot again about Hatchers. Do you think Carlin's had another, a fourth hat trick in a row here, Craig? Yes. Wow, cool, and uh, well, I know, I know, we we take we take we take no glory from this, but yeah, we're soon he knocks Alan Shearer for top of these Premier League. Uh, let's hope he stay, <laughs> stays around long enough, Craig. But yeah, I th- I think four 0 What was your overall score, Craig? Five nil City. Yeah, yeah, it's um. Let, let's hope Southampton put in a good performance. Hey, just for Ralph, if it is his last game. Yeah. On to Newcastle entertaining Brentford at St James's Park. Newcastle last weekend from, you know. Nathaniel Chalabar was sent off with a with a stupid challenge last week, Craig. It really was. And Newcastle punished them. The um the goals came too from Miguel Almiron. Some of those cheeky flicks worked. Uh, but Bruno, you know, again, Craig behind the scenes. I watched uh, some extended highlights of this game. Bruno ran that show for Newcastle. That was yeah. his best performance of the season. Wonderful player. It's an interesting game, this one, Craig. Even Tony up against this defense. Um a good game, miss. Can will Newcastle be able to unlock Brentford as easily as they did Fulham? Who was um I'm putting that Fulham game down to that was just strange Red performance card, yeah. by them. We, we haven't really seen that this year, to be fair to Michael Silver's men. No. I think that oh, this will be close this one, Craig. But Wilson's back fit again. He looks sharp. I said, Craig, remember I said I think Wilson got the World Cup, Craig. I remember don't, I was don't. yeah, yeah, but I think he's got a good chance to make. I'm gonna say two one Newcastle with uh Callum Wilson getting on the score sheet. Yeah, one all draw, Graham. Um, you know, I I do think the red card last week was a, a major contributing factor to the result, but Bruno's their best player by a million miles. Um, Ivan Tony back at Newcastle will be desperate to score. I think he will. One all draw. Nice shootout between them two prospective English strikers, though, Craig. Yeah, be cool. I'd, I wonder whether it'd be interesting to see which game Southgate's at this weekend. I wouldn't rule out him being at Newcastle. Got yeah, quite a few it... players, I'm sure, there. Yeah, and, and and the interesting thing with with Roma is the the dynamics changed there with their their attacking play, isn't it? Should have to me a bit at the weekend, didn't they? Yeah, because they've, they've, they've signed Dybala, um, who obviously is now the main man there, no doubt about it. So Tammy's game time is is not what he wants going into um, World Cup. World Cup, yeah, especially the shootout we got with them, um, with them. Obviously, the midweek. It, it's a strange one with Roma, isn't it? There's, 
that the he did play he did play um in midweek but then they got beat at home to uh um better surprisingly yeah. but yeah Debala did play did play with them in that game so we'll see how the we'll see how it works out for Tammy, Tony and Callum Wilson. I said I think the Newcastle man may make it, but we'll see. Be, I think I'd, that'd be one of the storylines, Greg, is which strikers are gonna go. It'd be it fascinating, is. Actually. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, gonna, it's gonna be a fast I fascinating agree. run down in the Premier League. Uh on to um Sunday, we've got uh um, five thirty. Oh, Brighton, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, yes, I did come. Move on too quickly. Uh, Brighton, Tottenham, Brighton hosting Tottenham on the south coast. Tottenham looking to bounce back from that um, shock, um, shock performance at the point because it's going to that game. I think we both do we both take Tottenham? I think we did great for that one. Um, against the Brighton team who was showing good form, Craig Le- Leonardo Trossard. Um, out out of contract next summer, Craig. So it's all it's very yeah. good to, in a contract year. Yeah, that's, that's what you want to see your players doing scoring hat tricks at Anfield, isn't it? Um, yeah. um, at the very least, he's going to get a big extension there. I don't think he's quite at Chelsea level yet, Craig. But I imagine the links will start to come very soon. Um, in third v fourth as well, Craig. This actually fair play, fair yeah. play to Brighton third v fourth, and yeah, um, I think Tottenham do bounce back here, though, Craig. I don't think there'll be a lot of goals here. One nil Tottenham. Yeah, I think there will be loads of goals. I think it'll be an interesting game. Um, I think both teams will go for it. Two all draw, Grim. Two all draw. Okay. Um, on two uh Sunday, Super Sunday, three games on TV. Uh, one game at seven o'clock to, on on Sunday. But let's start with the one game that isn't on TV, Craig. Uh, West Ham and saying Fulham at two o'clock. London derby, obviously Europa League from uh, is why West Ham are playing. Yeah. Um, this one. Um. Yeah, Fulham. It was. It, I wasn't expecting that performance last week. No, from Craig. It was. No. It was horrific from back to from from back to front. It was terrible. Um. Silly challenge, Chalabar. Really ridiculous challenge. What he did. Um. West Ham. Skamaka. Wonderful goal last week. That really was what you expect to see from him, wasn't it? When the side yeah. Craig, you expect to see those types of yeah. finishes. Um. I don't see Fulham getting anything, here, Craig. Two nil West Ham. Yeah, two two nil West Ham and uh, Pacateurs or how how do I how do I pronounce that? I, I heard someone say Pacateur, Pacateur. I, I just call yeah. it Piquetta. Yeah, yeah, Pacateur. No, because I think sometimes in Portuguese that's how they say it, but you know it's Piquetta for me because he's, he's quite he's happy. Like, for, it, it, yeah. It's great Piquetta for me because it's easy to say. So yeah, exactly. Um, We're not, it, we don't speak Portuguese, do we? No, he 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 started to show some flicks and tricks in 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 Europe. Um, 2-0. And, and, and once he does settle, Graham, he's got the potential to be a really outstanding player in the Premier League, eh? Yeah, I like him. You know, I think West Ham have got a decent squad. I just, I don't know if, I, I think it's he's a great player. I'm just not sure, 100% sure it's the right club for him. But we'll see. I wish him all the best because I do. We, we, as we know, in Teesside, we love our Brazilians, we especially do, our number tens. Um, the other two o'clock game, which is the first of the live games, Craig, Crystal Palace entertaining Leeds at Sellers Park. Palace, a bit unlucky last week. Leeds, who put in a, a good effort. Siniestra, one of your favourites to start season, Craig, silly yeah. sending off against Aston yeah, Villa. Silly, yeah. um, Leeds fans blaming the referee, but I'm not sure what they wanted them to do in that position, really. Um, I don't fancy Leeds in this one at all, Craig. I think this is a comfortable Palace win. I'm going to say 3-1 Palace. Yeah, Palace Palace not getting go- enough goals out of the Graham you know, sitting no. just outside the relegation place. Only scored eight all season. Um Leeds have only scored two more though. Mm, Graham with the chest it's gonna be boring. 
nil nil draw. On to the no doubt game of the weekend, purely yeah. for fascination levels, Craig. This one, Arsenal Liverpool. You know, yeah. we had we had our doubts over Arsenal. Ben White playing it right back, and although he did okay, I must add, Spurs didn't test him. They didn't test him at right back for me. No. And but Jesus did play that. He, he did push on at number nine, which is what he has to do to play that role. Um, be interesting to see whether he does that against Liverpool Van Dijk. I expect he may be temp- he may be tempted to drop off at times. I hope he doesn't. Um, Liverpool just done all sorts of. Uh, I don't know what's going on, Craig. No one can, you know, three all against Brighton, and that didn't flatter Brighton. Firmino, who suddenly, you know, I did a piece at the start of the season, Craig. I'm not saying I don't trust sources to tell me. I did a story about Firmino getting his chance, and I, only, I wasn't, I wasn't 100 sure, but he is getting his chance. He played well last week, actually. Yeah. Firmino, he looked like the old Firmino. Um, already equaled this season. Um, what he scored last year in the league, five goals. And he, he really is the epitome of a confidence player, isn't it, Craig? When he's playing with that smile on his face, he's a different he's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? I, I think he's a wonderful player. I think he's a wonderful yeah, team that, player. You know, that I, goal I, he scored last week, that, that skill in the box was just right. world-class. Listen, he, you know, he, we've, we've seen over the years, with all due respect, um, Firmino passing the ball to Salah and Mane to score. And then yeah. running off celebrating with a huge smile on his face. Um, you know, I think if he was a really ultimate selfish player, he could get himself 15 to 20 goals a season. But historically, he might he's be thinking that now to keep, to keep Jack up the team. He might, he be might do, yeah. Now, but um, I don't think he'll be smiling this weekend, Craig. We've got, I've got, we've got to go with form. Uh, I'm going to say two all here. I've got, I think Liverpool have to play a good game. They have, they have to get back to some sort of good championship form at some point. They're a wonderful team. Two all. Be a good game, this one. I, I'm I'm going to go for a, an Arsenal win, Graham. Uh, and and I'll tell you the reason why I'm going for an Arsenal win. Arsenal rested a number of players in midweek in the in Europa League against Odd Grenland, didn't they? they? They didn't they didn't pick a full strength team. They they the, the Odegaard didn't play. Um, Ramsdale didn't didn't play. Um, they did uh, Saliba didn't play. These players will all be back. Um, you know, one player who's hugely impressed me so far this season, Graham, um, is Granit Xhaka. I think I think he's been excellent um, in that in that central midfield role. Uh, Partey has come to the party, pardon the pun, uh, this season started to perform um, like what he used to at Atletico. I've not seen him perform for for Arsenal this season. He has Saka, one of my favourite players. Um, look, Odegaard, Graham. And Gabriel, Gabriel Jesus scoring goals. I'm going three-one to uh, to Arsenal. And the reason I'm, I'm going for that, I just think they need to target uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. They just need to get Jesus to play in 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 the in the space between Trent and the centre back, knowing that Trent will vacate that space time and again, and that's where the space will be. So they've got Martinelli that can exploit that. Um, obviously, Gabriel Jesus that can ex- exploit that, and Martin Odegaard that can exploit that. I think they will. 3 1 to Arsenal and a real statement win. Okay, well, so it turns out the final game on Sunday is Everton hosting Manchester United at Goodison Park. Ever- Everton, who are eking out results when, when, whenever and wherever they can create, they yep. are proving hard to beat. You know, they got the win at Southampton last week, which is a great comeback victory. Um, yeah, Frank's really making them Everton quite solid. Green, um, you say and- that, you say that. Everton have conceded the least amount of goals in the Premier League this season. Yeah, so absolutely spot on. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so he's making them solid. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And what he had to do, you know, I think he's looked at the squad, Craig, and thought, "What? how do I play this? And yeah. I think that's the sign of a good manager where he, he's had to back away from some of his principles of the yeah. attacking football. And, and it's a very clever manager. Well done to Frank. I think Frank's proved himself a bit against the United team who... You know, I and I, and again, not harping back to the piece I did, which you can read on my Twitter anyway about United and City. I did say which which United team is Eric Ten Hag produced? Has he produced the one who can beat Arsenal, or is it the one who get taken apart by City? And I think the answer to that will be telling here. I think it'll be a draw here, Craig. Me too. Um, one all. I'm going one all as well, Graham. Um... I think Everton are really defensively minded. They don't score lots of goals. Scored seven, conceded seven. Um, United scored 11, conceded 14. So we've got a minus three goal difference after that battering last week against City. Um, do you know what, Graham? I'm looking at the the, the goal difference. Um, do you know at the bottom of the league this year? Do you know when, when those low, low, I'm not being disrespectful to the team, those, those, low, those bottom six teams, when they're playing the likes of Arsenal and Man City, um, and when Man City do inflict some five and six nil drubbings, it's going to affect their goal difference, isn't it? So um, I, w- I wonder if we do see a team this year relegated based on goal difference because the goals, the amount of goals they concede by from those those top teams. But here, one all draw, Everton one, United one. Yeah, one of those teams at the bottom. If we switch to Monday night now, Craig, who does have a woeful goal difference of. Uh... Um, minus, minus fifteen. Minus fifteen. Yeah, there's yeah. Th- only 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 thirty five between them and City after eight games. Remarkable. Um, is Nottingham Forest there? Horse Aston Villa in another Monday night Midlands derby. Forest on TV again. No disrespect to Steve Cooper's team and Forest. I'm getting sick of seeing Nottingham Forest on TV. Me too. I'm absolutely getting sick of it. Um. Yeah, so Steve Cooper has just signed a new long-term contract despite holding talks in midweek, Craig, about his future. But to be fair, that mate in the did say they believed in him, so hey, give him a new contract. Um, you know, they've made life a little bit hard for him. Well, very hard for him, Craig. You know, bringing in 22 players, it's just um, not good. And and I did no disrespect to Steve Cook, Craig. I did, I did make the tongue-in-cheek comment on Twitter. Uh, oh, it's a friend of mine. Um, how can you sign 22 players and still have Steve Cook playing in the Premier League? So it's uh, who is making these decisions, Craig? But onto this game, I think Villa win this, Craig. I think they've just got a better team. I think Coutinho, we saw glimpses last week of um, yeah. what, what a great player he is. Again, Villa's strike force. If I had a strike force last week, it, you can imagine Steven Gerrard watching back these videos every week and just saying, why on earth? He must be pounding on Christian Perlow's door saying, why did you not get me a striker what I wanted in midway, in, in the summer, sorry. But yeah. I think they will win this one 2-1 two, two, to Villa and to yeah, put a nailing nail Forest Premier League coffin. Yeah, it's not. On, on the face of it, I think Forest are going down, Graham. Um, you know, we, we've said this before, we said it week on week on the pod. It's not going to be until after the World Cup that these players are starting to gel. Um They've signed way too many players, in in my opinion. Um, not many, and one thing, Craig, do you agree with this? That not many of them are stepping up, like like your your, your Lingard. So Gibbs White hasn't played much, so he's off the hook a little bit. But your Gibbs White, even your Nico, Nico Williams done okay, but especially Lingard, who was their top earner, yeah. he was their marquee signing in some yeah. regards. He hasn't turned up at all, has he? At the minute, no, and, and look, he. I think Jesse Lingard's a wonderfully talented football player, but you've got to play to his strengths. You've got to get him the ball and around the final third and play him uh, in, in an attack-minded team, in an attack-minded position. And, 
Yeah, he has fallen short at Forest, but Forest is falling short week in, week out. Um, look, Steve Cook was magnificent for them in the Championship, but has struggled in the Premier League in in in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a big, big way. Um, speaking of the strikers, look, I think both Danny Ings and Ollie Watkins will score here in a in a two-one Villa away win. Um, I've talked to you about that, haven't I? You have. Yeah, I was th- I was thinking one all draw, but I've 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 moved towards a, a two-one Villa win. Um, you know, I, I, when I was thinking like, through the week, I thought Forest would get the win, but looking at how poorly they played against Leicester, um, two-one, two-one Leicester Grim. Yeah, so as well, just want to shout out. I think Lewis O'Brien's doing well, but he's again one of the the, the newer players, Kirk, who who just isn't. Uh, who's had a chance to settle in. He was doing well, but yeah, um, it'll be a good atmosphere anyway at the City Ground. We'll see how uh, sponsorless Nottingham Forest continue. Yeah, because obviously that must be frustrating for the chairman as well, because if it, if it had a better start, they might have had a high profile sponsor. At the yeah, but, but they, they had a contract with a sponsor that they, that they terminated. But, yeah, because the the boy boxy Box, boiler yeah, company. Yeah. yeah, so we'll we'll give him a shout out. Yeah, um, and yeah, and it's getting that on on now, Craig, isn't it? Where you can only ask so much for for two thirds of a season, can't you? Yeah, yeah. But and it's it's and it's an interesting look, isn't it? But it's almost it's it's that strange that I've seen the kit without a sponsor, isn't it? It really is. Um, I, listen, at at Premier League level. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, yeah. I can't. I don't remember seeing men, even at junior level. I don't remember the last time I saw one that was sponsored. But yeah, um, on to the championship now, Craig. We do have a Friday night game. Um, Queens Park Rangers are hosting Reading. Who, you know, this has been one of the games, Craig, where I must have started the season with a raised eyebrows. Then why are you putting this on TV? It's going to be a real uh, one side effect, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But no, Reading continue to defy everyone, Craig. And lovely, yeah, a yeah. nice one-all draw against Norwich last week. Um, QPR got the win that we thought. Um, well, that was came in midweek. They beat Bristol City as well, so a yeah. cracking run of form that they are on. Norwich, the win for Reading was over Huddersfield, obviously last weekend, and they got the midweek draw with with Norwich, third place to Reading. Wow, an amazing job from Paul Ince. It really is. Um, it's some of his best work against QPR team. I think Reading will be very hard to beat here, Craig. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say 1-0 QPR. I think Lyndon Dykes and the Allies chair might unlock them later on. Yeah, I'm going 2-1 to, to QPR, Graham. I think Michael Beale started work really well. Uh, at QPR, they look good. Um they under under radar a little bit still a QPR, but not many people yeah, talk about them, do they? Well, I think I think massively under, listen, they the the lost last against Swansea. Um and they've won three of the last four. I I I think they're doing really well. Um I you know, I I'm a big fan of um of Chris Willock in midfield, Graham. Uh, yeah, very much so, yeah. Yeah. I think you know he's, he's he 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 must be you know when you when you look at players that you know, leave a big club like Arsenal. Um, where where do they go? Obviously, he had that time in Benfica, didn't he? Uh, which didn't particularly work out. Um, he's ended up at QPR. I think he's been excellent since he signed there. Him and him and Chair are sensational. Yeah, sensational. Elias Chair is a good football player. So I just think they're littered with good players. And one of my favourite players, who you know, Grim's got a different role now. Stefan Johansson he used to be a real athletic box-to-box midfield player, getting lots of goals. He now sits deep and orchestrates things. Reminds me of Glenn Hoddle, the Norwegian Glenn Hoddle. Almost, <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, he's playing deeper now. I, I, listen, I, I really like him. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Stefan. Um, 
I, I don't think he'll give me too much stick for saying he's not as mobile as he once used to be, even though he's only, you know, in his early 30s. He, he's a great player. I think a great leader. He's captain of uh, of QPR. Yeah, listen, 2-1 two, 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 QPR. I think a lot of the good work they're doing has gone under the radar so far, mate. Uh, Birmingham City hosting Bristol City in the first of Oof. the uh, Saturday's games. Interesting on this one. Um, Birmingham, we did see a bit of um, in midweek as uh, Middlesbrough got the better of them. But they, to be fair to them, Craig, they came and put up a very good fight, Birmingham. But they didn't yeah. roll over, which I like. Um, any club who was down the bottom struggling we, a little we, bit. We, 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 we spoke off pod about this. We, we think that you know the Birmingham manager, John Eustace, is doing a great job oh, with, wonderful with, job. with the resources that he's got. That Millsbury loss was the first in five that they've endured, yeah. and 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 they've been play- They've got a draw with Sheffield United. They beat West Brom. Only lost one nil to Millsbury. Lost two one to Norwich. They're really not. The no one. Nobody's out playing Birmingham. Nobody's battering them. Um, and yeah, it is going to be a slog because of the issues at the club, etc. What he's got to deal with. But um, it's interesting against the Bristol City team, Craig, who. Yeah, it's goal scoring isn't the issue most of the time, but they're on a bad run. They drew with Coventry last time out, but with Conway, um, Vyman, Semenyo, you know, Bristol Rovers should be better than 14th, Craig. They, Bristol, C- not, Bristol City should be C- better than 14th. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll come to how much better Bristol Rovers should be. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bristol City should be better than 15th, Craig. They really should. But there's nothing um, in agreement, is there? Look, you, you, no. you, you, you look at from... Blackpool in 21st on 12 points to Swansea, to Swansea six, six points. Six yeah, points. Yeah. 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 Uh, on that, I think Birmingham will, I don't think Birmingham will lose. So one all for me. One one all draw for me as well, Grim. Wow. Look at that. Craig not predicting Birmingham will lose. You can tell how improved Birmingham are when Craig's not predicting they're going to lose. <laughs> uh, they really are improved. Uh, Blackburn hosting uh, Rotherham United. Um, has Matty Taylor been confirmed as Rotherham boss? Craig? Yes, he has. he has. So yeah, congratulations has. to Matty Taylor. Yeah, richly um, deserved. Richly deserved. Yeah, he's done a great job at Exeter. And it, um, it is a step up. You know, I think some Exeter fans would be a bit... Um, not annoyed, but hoping he would stay. But you know, um, a championship club who were doing well in 13th, um, big ask him to repeat what Paul Warren's done, but yeah, he's taken the chance. Um, a tough game for his first one, though, Craig. Yeah, it is. Uh, against Blackburn. I'm not sure you would want this. Blackburn licking their wounds after losing to Cardiff, absolute coupon buster last week when they lost to Cardiff. I think Blackburn are going to bounce back here. Um, oh no, Joe, I don't think they're, they're, I'm gonna say one all. I think Taylor might get a draw in his first game, so one all. But Blackburn are consistently inconsistent, right? Yeah. You, you you look at them. Got I think it's because they're very young. They've got a lot of really good players at the football club. Tony Mowbray left them with a real exceptional squad. Really, uh, when you when you look at things, um, but the win lose win lose win lose. They've not drawn all season, mate. They've not got one single draw um, so far so far this season. The the one point of note, I I, I was at the the Sunderland game the other night. Um, Sunderland uh, against Blackpool. And the referee made, in my opinion, a really bad decision grip. So there was a, a foul on the edge of the box um, and the ref blew as the ball was passed forward and Sunderland scored. And you're like, why didn't you just let that let, let that run? Then I got in and I watched the, um, the Blackburn-Cardiff game. Have you seen the referee's decision in that one, mate, at the end of the game? No, I heard Oh, that. Graham, listen, you, you're in the... The 92nd minute, whatever it is, um, and the ball's been played wide. There's been a foul in the box. The ball's been crossed into the box. And as the player's putting it in the back of the net, the ref gives a penalty. So Blackburn have scored. He's pulled it back for a penalty. 
Um, George Hurst takes up, takes a penalty and misses. And you're like, oh my God, just let them have the goal. Um, no, if the whistle's gone, I don't agree that. If the whistle's gone, then... No, agree, but, he should, he should, no, but what I'm saying is he shouldn't have blown the whistle. Play, play should, the advantage. Yeah, he should have played the advantage yeah. and then if they yeah. didn't score, then pull it back and give the pen. So it's exactly the same in the in the Sunderland game. Um, Blackburn are going to win this 1-0. Uh, on to Blackpool. If I mentioned Blackpool hosting Watford at Bloomfield Road. Watford under now under Slaven Bilic. Um, Slavin obviously lost his first game in charge against Swansea, who who were actually getting up the table. Swansea again under under the radar a bit uh, against the Blackpool team, who are just outside the relegation spots. Um, yeah, again, Craig, we we're not we're not we're not um mystic mega are we? But we we did one we did worry about the appointment of Michael Mac Appleton in some ways. Um, Blackpool, but it was hard to replicate what what um Neil remind me his name again. The Blackpool guy went to Villa. The manager, the manager, Blackpool manager went to Villa. What was he called again? Neil Neil Critchley. Critchley. Yeah, yeah. It's I say it's hard to replicate the job Neil Critchley did last season because he was wonderful, wasn't he? Yeah, he's extraordinary. Um, so Watford, Billich bounced back. Yeah. Yeah, I think Watford win this two 0 I think Slavin having a week, having a having a good few days with his new squad on the training ground, I think will make a world of difference. Yeah, I do. Um, three nil Blackpool. Sorry, excuse oh, me. Three nil Watford. Excuse me. Three nil Watford. <laughs> yeah, on to Coventry, uh, Burnley. Um, Coventry um, dispatched of. Uh, Chris Wilder last week with the 1-0 win. Um, obviously helped by his um, team selection. But then 0-0 with Bristol City. Good run of form commentary. Um, showing up at the back. They're not conceding any goals, are they? And it's a Burnley team who are hitting a bit of form as well, Craig. Good game, this one. Um, it's at home. Burnley drawing as well. It's got a draw written all over this one, Craig. one all. Yeah, I agree with you. Um Coventry were, were good in patches against Middlesbrough last week, mate. Then got a really good draw. Maybe should have won at Bristol City. Um, I think being at home, the pitch looked okay last week at Cove Graham. I've got to say that to you. I was I was surprised how cause I, look it's been horrendous. I was surprised how well the pitch did look. So fair mm-hmm. play to the groundsman there for getting it playable and and decent. It's more than playable, it's decent. Um, Burnley will be favourites. The one I think Victor Guy cares will be on the score sheet again. One all draw, mate. Uh, Burnley got best, uh, almost the best record in the division. Only lost once so far this season. Burnley, so the 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 coping. What I think Vincent Cummings doing, considering he's never managed this division far, Craig. I think he's 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 showing up quite well, isn't he? Yeah. Um, on to Millwall against managerless Middlesbrough. Um, Guy Rowett, who went, who did the London Marathon last week, he, he had to escape his game very quickly. That, so congratulations to Gary and there's a few of us at the club who ran that. They lost to Blackburn Drew midweek to Rotherham. Another inconsistent team, Millwall, which we didn't see coming, Craig, from them really. We we thought they were they would, they would be pushing playoffs after investing heavily um, against the Middlesbrough team who. Under Leo Perkovic, the um assistant assistant, I don't remember his, his title. Um, I think that Gary Rowett will have Middlesbrough's number here, Craig. Um, and it will be a two nil win for Millwall ahead of Middlesbrough appointing their new manager. Um, next week. I'm not sure, Graham. I think um, I think Middlesbrough buoyed by that that. That win in midweek, um, Millwall not playing great. 
Uh, one all draw, Grim. One all draw. And do you think that'd be enough? Would that be enough for someone, the Middlesbrough, to consider him for their position, Craig? Um, it was a much improved win to win for Middlesbrough. It was it was much improved um, atmosphere. It always is when you win, isn't it? But did it, it, that would be enough for them to consider, or? Yeah, I think the, the, I think I think the middle still, still think they can get in the playoffs. Great. A new manager comes in, it's still they would whoever new manager is, do you think they would their their instruction would be to get Middlesbrough in the playoffs? Would that be fair enough? Yeah, I think that is fair. I think the squad yeah. of players they've got, Graham, it's a really, yeah. really strong squad. Look, the three relegated clubs will be very strong. Outside yeah. of that, there are three places available in those playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't disagree at all, Craig. And they've, um, yeah, maybe not invested as heavily as they could, but they've, um, there's some good players. I know Falls, Hoppe, the fifth. There's some lots of good. There's lots of good players there. They, they, yeah, they, yeah. Middlesbrough and West Brom are the two biggest underachievers in the championship. And, the two, and obviously, we forget about Jones and Giles out wide, don't we? Who uh, yeah, we do? Who did get arrested at Coventry, which is quite surprised. But anyway, um, moving on to Norwich, um, second place at the moment, Craig. Um, entertaining Preston North End, Preston who got the win in midweek over yeah. uh, West Brom, um, yeah. which was a bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, Norwich who are showing some great form now, Craig. They really are showing some some cl- a bit of a class act. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of draws recently, but again not losing. They're not losing these games either, Craig. And um, I think they'll take Preston apart here, Craig. Four 0 Yeah, I think. Preston are really boring. Green will come play with a low block, try and just nullify Norwich for 90 minutes. They'll have very little attacking intent other than long balls. Um, Do you really... think that's down to the lack of attacking options for Preston? Because oh, no, no, right, right, he, he wasn't like that at, Preston, at Plymouth, was he? No, but it's how he sets this team up to play. They're really dull. They're, they're, I, I would go so far as to say they are the dullest team in the Championship. Uh, by yeah. some distance, they they they've, well, they've, they've, they've still uh, we're on the twelfth game of the season. Craig Preston have scored four goals. I'm I'm, I'm not surprised. It's great. They are the dullest. Do you team. Want, Craig? Actually, scoring four goals and they've won three games, which I think is quite an achievement. Actually, yeah, it is. They, they, listen, they, they love a nil-nil draw. Green, they're so boring, but they just sit in and frustrate teams. Um, they're not conceding lots of goals. Two nil to Norwich. Just Josh Sargent, absolutely key to them. Uh, Stokes, uh, Timo Pukki's, uh, he got his back on the goal scoring farm as well, didn't he, last month's career? So it just shows you the depth that they've got. It really is um, good stuff for them. Stoke City entertaining Sheffield United, Craig. Sheffield United uh, lost to QPR last time out, which was a, a bit of a shock. And then the, the, the one where they were held by Birmingham the week before, which yep. was a huge coupon buster amongst mine. So thank you for that, Paul Heckenbottom and the Blades. Um, I was a bit annoyed last Saturday against Stoke's team who... They haven't, they haven't had this new manager bounce, have they, Craig? They've replaced no. Michael O'Neill, and it's not... I can't see much difference, Craig, really. If anything, <laughs> they've got slightly worse. Um, and on the back of that, Craig, you've got to go with form. League table doesn't lie. Sheffield United 2-0. Yeah, I'm going Sheffield United 2-0. Graham, do we know what happened with Sander Burge? He had a scan on his knee, I hope. We know that he was linked with all kinds because we know he's that a got a real poor injury history. He's arguably, well, probably the best midfield player in the league, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that that he's not going to miss miss games due to due to. I hope that he's going to be okay. He's, he's key to Sheffield United having a good season. But I'm two nil to Sheffield United against a very, very, very 
average looking Stoke team. I wasn't noticed that. I'm just reading about their um, oh, because um, Anna like Madhorjic, the Bosnian defender who's been one of the best players in the championship, he's had a bit of an injury concern as well, Craig. So, along with him and uh, um, Heckenbottom, no, I think they're both out. Him and George Baldock are both out, Craig. So, Sanderberg isn't available for that game. So, that's a good call. That, um, yeah, he will be missed, but I don't think it's a huge layoff by the sounds of it. So, they'll be thankful for that, Craig. Uh, Swansea City versus Sunderland here, yeah, six, six versus eight. Both teams doing probably slightly better than anyone thought at this point of the season. Swansea, um, under Russell Martin playing great football, Sunderland, uh, looking very good under Tony Mobile without any striker, without a striker at the minute. Um, interesting game this one, Craig, in South Wales, yeah. Um, so I think it'll be an entertaining game without many goals. I'm going to say nil nil. Um, yeah, I'll say one all, Graham. Um, Swansea do play lovely, open, expansive football, which gives Sutherland a chance. Um, I I was at the the Sutherland game midweek, as you know. Um, first half could have been three nil up against Blackpool. If they had a, if they had a, a fit Ross Stewart, he'd have scored at least two of the chances that were that were created. Um sadly they didn't take any. Um but fair play to Blackpool Graham in, in the second half, Blackpool could have won won the second half 2-0. So a draw was a fair result in the end, I, I feel. Uh, it certainly was that old cliche game of two halves. Um Swansea play lovely football with not a great deal of substance, but they're sitting there comfortably in six now. Having gone up, um, well, scored 15, conceded 15. Sunderland's okay, one all draw, Graham. Uh, I think it'd be a, a good point for Sunderland without any strikers. And it does look, Graham, that they're going to be without strikers for at least another month. Yeah, because obviously that's when we get the World Cup break for many of yeah. these teams, uh, for all the teams, I should say. Uh, West Brom, uh, under fire Steve Bruce, um, saying Luton Town, you know, um, I think most of us in football presumed he may not be in charge this weekend, Craig, after the last two results they've had. Yeah. Um, West Brom, the um, the loss to Swansea, which I thought, you know, they've had the loss to Birmingham, Swansea, and Preston in three of the last four <laughs> games. Um, it's a really miserable form for Steve Bruce's team, who are one of the most talented squads in this division, yep. hosting a Luton Town team who, once again, punching um, above the way. But, yep. and, and I think this season, you know, they're in ninth grade. It's almost as impressive as last season because people think that think they know what Luton are now. And you so you know what's going to hit you and yep. you still can't defend it. So I think it's really arguably even more impressive that last season, yeah, they were catching everyone by surprise a little bit. They didn't know what to expect. But even though you do know what to expect now, they're still getting the results. So I think it's fair, very well done to Nathan Jones yep. uh, and his Luton team. I think they'll go to West Brom and get a point, Craig. Um, two all. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't agree with you. Luton are in your face, high press, um, Direct balls, they're horrible to play against. But it must be good to play in that team. It must be good fun to play in that team. Not for the football purist. They're the opposite of Manchester City, um, but they're hugely effective. Well, West Brom. This is fans who were watching non-league football less than a decade ago, yeah. Greg, isn't it? It's yeah, it amazing. is. Yeah, good. Listen, good and good for them. And like you've rightly said on the pod in previous years, Graham, that Kenilworth Road, it, it, it is like a 12th man for them. There's no doubt about that. It's it's so compact. The the fans are so close to the pitch. They, it, it's a real raucous, um, high octane crowd, and and they are the 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 twelfth man. It'll be interesting when they move to the new stadium how that will be impacted. In ter- in terms of West Brom, there is something deeply wrong at this football club, right? Mm-hmm. They they've got a high quality squad of players. Yeah, they've got an experienced manager 
who's got a tradition uh, and a know-how of getting teams promoted from this division, and they're in the bottom three. So there, there are problems that run far deeper than anything that fans were alluding to Steve Bruce. That there are there are serious issues at this football club, um, and I I don't think they'll win either one all draw, Graham. Um, and there is there is something deeply concerning going on at West Brom. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, it's going to be a pretty could be could get quite toxic. That yeah, I think, I think it could get quite toxic. And 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 when I look at the squad, I don't see a lot of fight in there. If if they if they go into the World Cup break in the bottom three, they're in a genuine relegation battle without any players that can get them out of the relegation battle. Yeah, it's like some big teams in the relegation. You know, obviously we've got Huddersfield, Blackpool, Birmingham down there, but Middlesbrough, yeah. Stoke, and West Brom are, are, deep, are deep in this battle, Craig. So yeah, totally we'll, see, we'll see what we get. Uh, last game on Saturday, Wigan entertaining Cardiff City. Um, Wigan, you know, their job this season is to stay up. I think they're going to do that comfortably, Craig. I think they're playing some nice stuff at times. Um, yeah. They're getting good results. Um and against the Cardiff team who got the win last week, Craig. It was, um, you know, draw with Burnley, beat Blackburn in mid in midweek. Um, I'm going to say Wigan 2-1. I'm going to say Wigan 2-1 as well. And, and and Liam Richardson's done a brilliant job since being appointed there. You know, was was in the in the in the shadows for a long time of John Coleman, wasn't he? Um, should be Cook. Sorry, excuse me, Paul Cook. Um, at um, at his various clubs that they've they've been at together, stepped forward uh, and taken the job and done unbelievably well. And good luck to him. A two one to to Wigan. Yes, and on the Sunday to to finish things off in championship with the Yorkshire Derby, Hull Huddersfield entertaining Hull. Um, interesting game. Mark Fotheringham. Um, lost his first game out June midweek with Luton yeah, so they, they showed, yep. showed a bit of fighting spirit there for the new manager against a whole team who haven't confirmed their new manager yet Craig we saw Pedro Martins is, uh, I believe he's is, turned it down Greg. Yeah, yeah he's turned it down it would have been something of a coup anyway to get him Craig because he yes. was linked to the Wolves job um, so no new manager for Hull yet they did beat Wigan last week remarkably um, you know they've got some talent here I think this will be a one all draw yeah, I agree with you again. A one-all draw, Graham. Uh, Huddersfield won Hull one. I think they'll cancel each other out. Um, Hull drew last. Sorry, Hull won last time out, didn't they? Which was a massive, massive three points for them, having been on such a poor run of form. I think they'd lost four on the bounce or three on the bounce, certainly in the championship. Um, Esther Peenan back on the score sheet, top score goal scorer in the league. One-all draw, Graham. Uh, takes on two league one. Um... Barnsley, who were absolutely flying the yeah, titles under Michael yeah. Duff, um, entertaining Exeter City, mindless Exeter City. Well, you couldn't choose a worse trip, worse trip for Exeter, really, nope. Craig, for this one. You know, Barnsley really are ticking now under Mickey Duff. Um, second in the form table, only behind Leeds, Plymouth. Oh, um, can't be anything other than Barnsley win for me here, Craig. 3 1 Barnsley. 2 0 Barnsley. Um, Takes us on to Bristol Rovers entertain Cambridge United. One of these teams is in 10th, Craig. One of these teams in 21st. If I told you at the start of the season in October um, which way around this would be, I think we know which way we would have said. Yeah. However, it's Bristol Rovers who are fourth around. Talk about managers who are clinging on by their fingertips, Mr. Joey Barton, and, and along with his former boss, Steve Bruce. Again, Craig, they drew with Exeter last week. 
Yeah. Um, so, do you know what? I'm going to say a fair play to the Bristol Rovers board and chairman. They could have easily pulled the trigger. They obviously believe Joey's the right man, which is fair enough. And so they're sticking by him, which I like. If you believe yeah. he, if you believe at the start of the season that Joey Barton's the right man for Bristol Rovers, that shouldn't change by October, no matter what the results are, Craig, for yeah. me. So, fair play to them. That being said, Craig, if they lose this one, <laughs> um, <laughs> Cambridge in 10th, they kept hold of their manager, so they're going to be on a real, that's like a point of new manager for Cambridge, you know, they managed to hold on to Mark Bonner Craig, who's done a fabulous job with Cambridge, although they've been on the end of losses at Derby and Ipswich. Um, one all draw here, Craig, I think. Yeah, I'm going for one all draw as well. Wow, hey, when Craig isn't taking Bristol Rovers at home Cambridge, you can tell something's wrong somewhere. Um, Derby County hosting Port Vale. Craig, Derby getting it together now. Um, obviously, we've got a new manager, Paul Warren, who um, settled into life quite nicely, Craig. Wins over Wickham and Cambridge. That's a good good way to start off your tenure, isn't it? Um, against the Port Vale team who are, you know, battling away. But no, Derby win here, 2-0. Yeah, look, I think um, I think Paul Warren's found himself in a really good position at a really good club with a decent squad of players. Um, an older squad of players, he'll change that. They will beat Portville. They'll have too much of Portville, 3-0. Forrest Green entertaining Bolton Wanderers, Craig. An interesting one here. Forrest Green, who on a poor run of form. Bolton, yeah. who beat Lincoln last week as I predicted but then they lost midweek against Cheltenham but you know you can't win every single game can you Craig Bolton no. far too good for Forest Green 3-1 Bolton 3-1 Bolton totally agree uh, Lincoln entertaining um, Charlton here Lincoln who are in mid-table Craig doing okay you know, made a good recovery um, Charlton who are a strange team to predict Craig for us yeah. as we uh, as as we know on this show we are because we struggle to predict them every week Um. I'm going Lincoln to win this one. Relatively comfortable. 2-0 Lincoln. I'm going 2-0 Lincoln as well. I can't believe it. It's like we've we've had this conversation off air and we totally haven't. 2-0 two, two no. Lincoln. Because Char- uh, Charlie are just too inconsistent for me. Yeah, they're going to get dragged into it as well, aren't they? Um, yeah. Morecambe, who um, big loss to Accrington in midweek. They, they put up a good fight at Cambridge, like, like they always do. Derek Adams says what you expect, isn't it, Craig, from these guys? Ipswich, um, win over Potville, win over Cambridge. Be a huge, probably a big one. Be a big crowd here on the on uh, Tyson Tyson's Fury hometown. Um, Markham, will this be a huge upset? There's always one. I don't think so. I'm gonna go two one Ipswich. Three nil Ipswich Town. Oh, there's a shock on you. Can't, you can't, don't give never give Markham. I think I think that in the winter we come winter months. I think we can't disregard what a um what a twelfth man their ground can be because if you're used to playing in that win, Craig, it's an interesting one. I think Markham will get some big results, but again, I don't don't think it'll be like you. I don't think it this weekend. Oxford entertaining Wickham, Craig. Oxford who um lost to Milton Keynes. Again, really poor run of form for Oxford. Um, there's some big clubs down here who are really misfiring, Craig. Like, really misfiring, aren't they? Um, against the Wickham team, Craig, who have lost three in the bounce again. Yeah. I'd say, I'd yeah. say it's, it's a good job, Gareth. It has a lot of credit in the bank here, Craig. Yeah. Oxford, this isn't going to be a good game, Miss Craig. It really isn't. Um, 1-0 Wickham. Two one Oxford. Um, on to Peterborough United against Burton Albion. Um, Burton Albion 
off the bottom of the table, Craig, after their win over Forest Green, which was a huge win for them, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and they are hosting, uh, they are travelling to Peterborough. Um, this has to be a Peterborough win, Craig. Peterborough's still sitting outside the playoffs at the moment. They did get the good win over Port Vale and the win over Milton Keynes in yep. week. So, um, 4-1 Peterborough. 5-0 Peterborough. Absolute thrashing. Yeah, they want they either win or lose, uh, win or lose Peterborough, don't they? But um, yeah. uh, top here we go, top of the table, Plymouth, entertaining Accrington Stanley, Plymouth, one of my picks at the start of the season, really getting a getting a job done for me. Aye, yeah, against um Accrington team who, wow, Accrington really, I think it was her Craig's criticism and the stuffing it down, you know, Craig, <laughs> three wins, three wins on the spin, um. <sighs> I think they'll make it tough for Plymouth, but I still think it'll be 2 0. 4 0 Plymouth, absolute comfortable home win. Uh, Portsmouth entertaining Fleetwood Town. Wow, it's a big trip here for Scott Brown and his Fleetwood yeah. team. But Fleetwood in 12, he's he's doing a cracking job there, Craig. They beat Burton midweek, lost to Barnsley. They're doing a really, really good job there, Scott Brown and his team. Um, Oh, Joe, what I forgot the name is the assistant. I looked it up last week, didn't I? The assistant, yeah. the, the blonde haired Rangers defender, the blonde haired Rangers, Stephen Whitaker, Stephen Whitaker. Yeah, <laughs> him, him. yeah, uh, read about them. It's fascinating their friendship off the pitch because obviously they played in the old firm against each other, so it's a yeah. fascinating friendship they've got there. Um, Stephen Whitaker, um, going down to Pompey, who were in fourth place at the minute, Craig, um, playing pretty well, lost to Ipswich in the big. See, this might be Pompey season, Craig, where they're beating everyone else, but in the big games. They drew with Plymouth at home and then they lost to Ipswich. Mm, does that put them out of automatic contention? It doesn't, but them top two, the top two are starting to stretch their legs a bit, Craig. They are, they are, they are indeed, yeah. Um, I, I think Pompey get, must get the win here. They need it and I think they will win 2-0. 3-1 Portsmouth are you know, re- looking really good, looking really, really good. Sheffield Wednesday hosting um, Cheltenham Town Craig. Sheffield Wednesday, who yeah, the they lost to Plymouth last week, as I predicted, you didn't. Um, against the Cheltenham team who were picking up results where they need to, Craig. A lot of the this this is such a tough division, isn't it? Cheltenham have won their last two games, Craig, against Shrewsbury and then Bolton. So Cheltenham are proving really good team, Craig. Um, and they're up to 14th. Tough, tough day for Darren Moore's team, but I think they'll win 2-1. Yeah, they've got to win 2-0 Sheffield Wednesday, Graham. Yeah, currently four points off Ipswich in second and uh, five off Plymouth. So, yeah, if the gap did open this weekend, so you don't, you can't win the league in October, but you can certainly lose it. Uh, on Shrewsbury Town, Craig, against MK Dons. MK Dons, another team who are misfiring. There's so many teams in this league, Craig, isn't there? From Wickham to Oxford to Bristol Rovers, MK Dons. If I told you them four would fill the playoff spot at this time of the year, you would, you'd have thought, yeah, fair enough, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, and they're yeah. battling for relegation place at the minute. Yeah. Um, beat Oxford last week, but they've lost to Peterborough. MK Dons, that is against the Shrewsbury team, Craig, who <laughs> we like Shrewsbury, especially you did. You like the signs they've made and and, and they're up and down. But, you know, the beat Burton, lost a child, um, tough one, this one, Craig. I've got to say 1-0. Yeah, I agree with it. MK Dons, and, and this is how quickly things can change in football, eh? Um, last year, um, Liam Manning was the darling of... Of League One, wasn't he? Mm, you know, he was. He, he was getting raved about getting linked with every single job going. Um, and he could find himself 
really under pressure to keep his job in the in the coming weeks. I think Shrewsbury going to win this 2-0 uh, and pile pressure on MK Dons. Uh, takes us into League 2. We have Barrow first up, entertaining Mansfield Town. I can't remember even what... But I do apologise to Barrow for not knowing the name of that ground. Um, I used to know it's some sort of... Named after a hotel it is. But is apologies it really? for this. Yeah, it's named after some... Um, that's a part. I'll get it right for next week. Uh, Barrow come into the game after two defeats, Craig. Losing yeah. narrowly to Leighton Orient, which, hey, most teams do. Uh, one little Tranmere, which, again, that's, you know... What I like about Barrow Craig under Pete Well, they really are, they've gone from being relegation centers. No matter who they play, they give a great account of themselves now, which last season wasn't necessarily the case, but they're proving a really, really good team. Yeah, they are. Um, and they're hosting Mansfield to open it set sixth versus seventh, actually. This Craig, this Craig, uh, Mansfield big crew last week, due a high pull midweek, sort of two points dropped, really. Um, beat Man. Oh, this is a Good game, this one. I think Barrow might back bounce back to farm here, Craig, and get a 2-1 win. Yeah, I, I think they'll cancel each other out. I think it'll be a really good game. One-all draw, Graham. Both teams, you know, Barrow doing fantastic. Mansfield where we expect them to be. Barrow, like, I expect them at this at this stage of the season, Graham, to be the bottom or second bottom. Instead, oh, yeah. instead they find themselves in sixth position, uh, down, which is magnificent. And they're giving um, everyone a game out there, Craig. Even the games to lose are really yeah. in everything. What one all draw? Good, good game. Uh, on to Bradford City hosting at Stockport County. Bradford in good form, beat Harrogate last week. The, the Drew win, 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 I think we sort of predicted actually the week before. Um, against the Stockport team who still not quite getting there, Craig. You know, the, the drawing a lot of games, they're still way, way off where they should be or where they, sorry, where they would expect to be, Craig. You know, yeah. they're, they're yeah. miles away. Uh, Bradford, who, who need to close that gap on the top three, you know, five points adrift to Northampton, but I think they will, Craig. Um, stop up won't make it easy, but 2-0, um, Bradford home win. Yeah, I think, I think Bradford will win this. Um, the only thing, my only criticism of Bradford is not scoring enough goals, Graham, from the chance to create the possession they have uh, uh, a little bit frustrating uh, but they're still doing really well 2-1 Bradford against a Stockport team that are really struggling at the at the bottom end of the table Talking about teams that are struggling at the bottom end of the table Col- Colchester United hosting Harrogate Town I think this could, e- this could easily be the bottom two coming into the season Craig I really do um, I worry for them both massively I worry for Harrogate more um, I think Colchester might eke out a one nil win. Um, wow. Um, I'm not sure. Agree. One both, all draw. Both, both bottom of the form table. Yeah, but one one, both bottom of the form table. One all draw. Um, crew entertaining uh, Gillingham at home here. Crew dropped off the form table a little bit. Crew, Craig, they started to see it yep. so well, not quite going the way. Lost the man still a bit up and down, but um, they'll have far too much for Gillingham, I think. Here, Craig, although Gillingham, you know, they did they've had some to be fair to Gillingham, they've had some decent results recently. Craig, yeah. a few draws won't be a huge win, no, but I'm still going 2 1 crew. Yeah, I'm going to say crew going to win 2 0, Grim. On to Doncaster Rovers hosting top of the table, Leighton Orient. Nothing much has changed there except Craig. There's a lot, there's a one in the loss column for Leighton Orient now, which came again at Newport in midweek. And you know what? To be fair, that's always possible at Newport, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's a tough trip. 
Um, but yeah, uh, Richie Vellens wouldn't have been happy without Craig. I'm sure he was looking at an undefeated uh, start to the season to carry on. Um, Doncaster, who are in ninth Craig, but they are be- that squad's better than that. It, it is, isn't it? You know, they, yeah. they, they beat Rochdale, uh, as we predicted, but then they lost to Hartlepool in midweek. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Leighton Orient. Uh, did Richie Valencia wasn't the manager of Doncaster, Craig? Yes. I think he's going to go back to his former club and give them a footballing lesson and beat them 3-0. Yeah, 2-1 to Orient, who... Already look like this season's Forest Green Rovers. Uh, Grimsby Town are hosting Crawley Town, Craig. Um, in, in this encounter, Grimsby, draw with Salford, not great runner form from them. Crawley, not much better. They've lost the last three. You have to worry for Kevin Betty a little bit. You know, it, it's all very well playing good football and looking nice, Craig, but at the end of the day, you need these results. Yeah. Uh, it's not coming from at the minute. Um, I'm going to say 2 1 Grimsby. Yeah, I agree. I'm going 2 0 Grimsby. Tough place to go, Grimsby, isn't it? Again, it's one of those grounds, isn't it? Um, a Blundell Park in Cleethorpe. It's a tough place to go to. Another tough place to go to is Victoria Park, um, Hypo United, hosting Cal United. Always what people suggest this is a derby, Craig, but yeah, as we know, it isn't a derby. You, away, yeah. you really won't want to walk it. Um, Highpool and the Kings Curl, you know, they're getting it together. Um, three games undefeated, a draw with Mansfield, beat Doncaster in midweek. Yeah, um, unfortunately, the chairman at Highpool probably thinks they should win the league now. Um, so <laughs> again, it's the Carlisle team who are, um, playing really well, Craig. No, big games for last time, drew a crew. I think it's going to be a draw. I think the only Paul Simpson's team will do is this one. I'm going to say one all because Keith Curl's team are playing pretty well. Yeah, it's, they're starting. They're starting to to show a little bit Hartley pull, and it's it's one of Paul Hartley's signings, Josh Umara, uh, the the big striker. That's quite a non-league mm-hmm. that started to show. Graham. He scored six now. Um, he'll certainly get to double figures this season for Hartley pull. Probably get sold for a, a decent chunk of money next season. Um, obviously, Hartley are going to get a win here. Keith Curl's old club, of course. Carlisle United, he'll be desperate to get one over on them. 2-1 Hartlepool United. Um, Newport County hosting Rochdale in South Wales. Tough trip for this, for Rochdale here. Yeah. Um, Rochdale beat, beat Colchester last week, which um, was, a, was a good victory for them. You know, they have to win those games. Count not quite being dragged into this. Scrappy game, this one, but I think Newport should have enough, Craig, to win 2-1. 3-0 Newport, Grim. On to 3-0 Newport. Wow, where's that yep. coming from? 3-0 Newport. Uh, uh, Northampton Town. In Game of the day. Horse in Salford. Um, yeah, probably. I think probably so. is. Uh, Northampton Town, Horse in Salford. Northampton Town, who Craig had a... Um, a mysterious five wins uh, hadn't lost the game and then they lost to Walsall in midweek Craig which yeah. uh, God knows where that came from although Walsall you know they are a better team and you know, we say the league table doesn't like Craig but Walsall we know start the season well they're, they're a decent team under Mickey Flynn and they got that win Salford in fifth place um, doing well under Neil Wood um, beat Sutton John Grimsby I think Northampton will just have far too much soon Craig 2-0 Northampton with Sam Hoskins, the EFL's top scorer, on the score sheet. How, how are they in the form table, these two? 
Northampton are top of it because they've only had one defeat. Right. That to Walsall, they had five in the last six, five wins before that. Salford are in eighth. They've only lost once in the right. last six, but they've got an extra draw in there as well. They drew with Greens for last time. They drew with they drew with Crawley. It's a bit more sporadic. I want to suggest then it'll be a draw. Two-all draw in a really entertaining game. Stevenage hosting Swindon. Um, Stevenage equal on top with Leighton Orient, who do have a game in hand. Um, Swindon do in eight, so fair play, fair play to them. Um, they are keeping it up. Um, they are fifth in the form table, Swindon. So it's a big good game. Um, Swindon, not four. I'm going to say one all draw here. I'm going to go with the form. Stevenage and Steve Evans to get the points. Who won Stevenage? Sutton United hosting Trammy Rovers. Trammy Rovers, who have a nice nice upturn in form, Craig, won the last three. It's so easy in this division. You lose two and then win three. Yeah, know, it's just lead two, lead two is bonkers at times. It really is. Uh, Sutton United, who um, again are up and down, Craig. They had a good run and then they've lost their last three, Sutton. Um, being at home, I think, I think Sutton might edge this one. Just being at home, good game, but I'm going to say 2-1. I was here one nil. Tranmere they look really defensively solid now they've they've gone back to a back four rather than playing with a back five, back three, um, whichever way you want to look at it. I think listen, sometimes Graham, when you play with a back three, unless you play your wing backs high, it does turn into mm. a back five, and and yeah, you know it it does mean you're overrunning midfield. Going back to a four is giving them a little bit of impetus. Um, Josh Cogley, the right backs. Well, without doubt, the best right back in this division uh, should be playing high. Uh, Josh Hawks on the score sheet for them looks a real goal threat. Um, one nil, Tramia. Okay, uh, and then we'll finish off weekend. Walsall entertaining AFC Wimbledon. Uh, Walsall in mid table seven, still not a million miles away. They had a great win over Northampton in midweek um, against the Wimbledon team. Who, yeah, um, good job with. Bradford beat Colchester, but I think Walsall, if they are going to kick on, Drew Stockport beat Northampton. They're a good team, Walsall. I think they'll win this one 2 0. Um, yeah, there's nothing in it in the league. I'm just it's going to be a one all draw, not not a particularly great game, Graham. And that's us done for the weekend, Craig. We're crashing through Northampton at a pace. It'll be the, the World Cup squad announcement before we know it, Craig. Well, do you know what, mate? I, I, I can't believe that we are that close to, to the World Cup. Um, on, on that, we didn't touch on it when we did our previews. The Kyle Walker injury at uh, at City, you, your information is that it looks like he's going to be fit for the World Cup. Let's hope and pray that that is indeed the case, mate. Yeah, I think, I think Calvin Phillips and Kyle Walker will. You know, I think if they were both more... On the brink, on the edge of the squad, maybe like a Trent, a Trent or a James Ward Prowse who weren't already secure. But I think because those two players are so secure, I think Garcelke will be, and I think that'll take the pressure off them both in their recovery. Craig, you know, where I just hope he's fit. I just hope Kyle Walker's fit, man. I just hope that he's fit to travel. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a crucial part of the England plans, isn't he? Indeed, Graham. Have a great weekend. Too. Have a great weekend, guys. Cheers.